Prospects Nation, thanks for joining us here on this podcast. I'm Marcus Burnett, joined by the man with the plan, Brandon Clay. Today we're going to talk about the end of the road. It was a great event, and we'll talk about some of the prospects that made it just that. First up, let's talk about Tallahassee's own Jasmine Jones. Well, Stephen Peck did a great job of, of breaking down Jones' game and kind of where she is. I thought she got off to a great start at summer kickoff. Uh, 2016 wing player, athletic, skilled, uh, you know, could put the ball in the bucket. I know I said in the, the video recap that she reminds me in skill set and frame of, of a younger Diamond to Shields, her ability to create plays off of the wing, stop on the pop and knock it down. She just does a lot of things really, really well. And I thought Steve did a great job of highlighting that she was outstanding once again here at the end of the World Championships. And we know about Jones's talent, and it's that talent that really helped provide a great stage for Aaron Whalen uh, in that head-to-head -head matchup. Let's talk about Whalen's weekend. Uh, Whalen was was great. Another kid with with size on him, you know, maybe even upwards of six two at, at this point, can make shots. You know, it's funny her game in a lot of ways is unorthodox. You know, in terms of her shot and her release, the delivery, and it just doesn't matter. Uh, it goes in. And it goes in consistently. And without Stephanie Watts, who's an Elite 25 member in 2015, North Carolina verbal commit, was out for the weekend with a sprained ankle. Whalen really stepped up big in that number one spot. Her and Jones went back and forth in a, a quarterfinal matchup right off of the jump. Uh, you know, I actually tweeted midweek last week, you know, that it was Watson Jones because of the position, you know, two guard to two guard. And it turned out to be still just as good, even without Watts. You know, you had Whalen and Jones, and, and she really stepped up and played big, uh, making open shots. And then going back and forth with Jones, you know, she was not scared or anything with that challenge, and neither was Jones. Jones is imploring her teammates, and kids are making great plays, and she's clapping, and Whalen's doing the same thing for her team. It, it was one of the better matchups of the summer I was sitting with. You know, one of our EBA trainers, Christian Simmons, and our, our lead trainer, Adrian Penland, was right behind me. And, and we just kept looking at each other, all smiling and laughing and kind of taking it all in and, and having a great time. And there were probably about 55 college coaches, different schools that were sitting on the back line for that particular game, Florida State, Penn State, you name it, and they were there. And they had to have walked away every bit as impressed as we were as a staff with both player individually, but with what they brought to their team as well. Let's go around the rim and talk about Tierica Eason. When you talk about our game, you got to love it. She's really matured, you know, just as a player and kind of found her role in her lane. You know, earlier, and, you know, we talked in a different podcast about Amber Richardson, fellow 2015 grad, kind of finding a lane, score, facilitator, when, where do I do those things? Eason has done the same thing now. Eason's actually a, a local product from here out of Dallas, Georgia, goes to Lovett School in 2015, but can play on the ball, can play the point, can play off the ball, can score. She really is a combo guard in every sense of the word. I think a lot of times that term gets overused. Combo guard means you don't do either one really well, so it's kind of thing in the middle. Where Eason can handle the ball well enough to play the point guard in stretches. I think she can score it well enough to play off the ball consistently as well and really gives you kind of that change of pace. You know, if you talk about, you know, the Atlanta Falcons, a Jaquiz Rogers or even a Jason Snelling, kind of a change of pace from Steven Jackson. I think that's what Eason provides you, somebody who can do a little bit of everything and is very versatile. She had a great weekend for Mario Williams' Pistols team. I threw a little double entendre out there for you, man. I said Eason's game, you got to love it. Got to love her game. She goes to what school? 
Love it. I love it, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm hey, trying, man. <laughs> I mean, you're the king of the double entendre, man. I love that. I'm trying, man. But you talk about trying. Nobody does this more than our next subject, Lockley and Corliss of the Atlanta Cagers. Act hyphen tip. <laughs> I don't know that that's a word, but I'm making that a word <laughs> with a hyphen in the middle. Uh, she plays for, you know, the Atlanta Cagers, plays for Eric Herrick at North Forsyth during the school season, and she's awesome. You know, her activity level, her willingness to defend on the ball. There were three times in the first half of the, the game that I watched their first game. She literally took the ball from a kid, went to the other end, and laid it up. Uh, she just plays hard. She looks like in frame one of those cross-country runners that could run, you know, a marathon 26 miles and not really be sweating at the end and kind of laughing and joking with you as if she never took two strides. Uh, she's been really impressive over the past six months. Jonathan Hemingway and I were talking actually via iMessage a couple of days ago recapping the event, and we were talking about the evaluation we have her from our midday event that the Cagers played in and just how similar these were, but this was a much bigger stage. May Day is a, a non-sanctioned event, means it falls in a time where college coaches can't be out. That will change in 2014. But for her to do exactly what she did in that event, when there were kind of like the Will and Jones game, about 55 schools sitting on that game, as I'm watching her literally just take the ball as if she was getting a Peyton Manning handoff and going to the other end and being able to score it was really, really impressive. It says a lot about her as a player and what Coach Herrick and what the Cagers program is doing as well. Next up, let's talk about uh, Jade Phillips of the Carolina All-Stars. I'm always really impressed with Coach Brian Norwood's team and what their players with size are able to do in terms of versatility, little things, and their specialties. Talk about what Phillips brings to the table. Well, Phillips was a new addition for them during the 2013 season. I actually got her mistaken for the first couple of minutes with Amber Richardson in the first tournament they came to. I was like, wait, hold on. And they look so much alike in terms of their movements on the floor, their size, and the things that you talked about. Phillips has a great motor, and it's always moving. You know, I think when you look at a prospect like Phillips, there's still so much room left to mature basketball-wise, just in terms of seeing it. The game is starting to slow down for her. She made a couple of moves. Ty Freeman actually captured her in one shot. Literally, she's going up to finish it. And it looked like the whole world had just stopped and pressed pause. And she had elevated above everybody else to finish and make a play. And I think that really sums up kind of Phillips' summer, the fact that she really elevated to that next level. And she's got some scholarship offers now to back that up. Really did a great job. And you're absolutely right. Brian Norwood has done an absolute dynamite job with that whole group. Phillips is just another example. You know, they're not a shoe company, but I think Weedy should be the sponsor of the Douglasville Lady Tigers with, with the strength that they play with. A prime example, Nakira Goins. She, like Phillips, 2015 kid, you know, she's more of a, a two-guard where Phillips we can project as a, a bigger, small forward. You'd like to play Phillips and Goins together. Uh, you know, Goins really gets up and down the floor and really proved this summer that she can make that open jumper. You know, Chris Watkins actually had talked about Goings a couple of years ago. And our video coordinator had talked about her when she was walking in the door there at Osborne High. And for good reason. She really has shown and proved this summer that she belongs in that discussion. You know, as we continue to expand those rankings, talk about those kids. Um, you know, another kid from the Carolina All-Star, Salita Green, you know, goes in this kind of mix too, kind of a four-player. But just kids that we're looking for now who are really starting to surface as possible kids as we expand and get into even 150 like we have in 2014. 
Who are some of those kids that we need to keep an eye on during the school season and again next summer? Phillips, Goings, even Salida Green are kids that we definitely are watching for. Next subject, coming out of Buford, Georgia, uh, no stranger to uh, top prospects. Let's talk about Tori Osmond. She's going to be really good. Uh, you know, and, and I'm sitting there looking, and, and the 5'9", we've got a list of that. She might be closer to 5'10". I think she's probably grown an inch since Sunday. Uh, every time I see her, she continues to get a little bit bigger. Uh, still a middle school prospect, but has the bloodline. Her father, Jeff, actually has been a longtime assistant there at Buford, uh, sat on the bench for a couple state title teams, and Osmond looks to be ushering the next wave. Tatum Shipes is another name to remember, and Buford's going to be right back at it. She's, she's got a chance to be special. Uh, you know, she can make the open shot, her IQ. Uh, she was at Fab Five camp a couple weeks ago, and her ability to handle the ball at her size I thought was really, really impressive. She was playing some point forward at times when the point guard on her team was getting subbed out. She was just sliding right over, playing that primary ball handler, which says a lot about you know, Jeff and, and then Gene Durden as well, the head coach, and just the stuff that they've been doing with her since she was a little kid and they were still back up in Dade County. They've really got it rolling. Hand down, man down definitely applies to this next uh, player, Tasherika McMillan. Well, McMillan can make shots. You know, I, I thought that, you know, when Steve started to talk about, you know, some specialist kids that we need to kind of keep an eye on, that that definitely was one. And her ability to make shots very much like Osmond's ability to be a skilled ball handler who can make shots was a specialty. So great weekend, you know, for all of those particular kids. But I thought McMillan showed that she can knock the shot down and stretch the defense. That was the end of the road, and we've reached the end of our podcast. As always, thanks for joining us here on Prospects Nation.